All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the two ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. That's Jake Vevra. He lives in New York City, a stand-up comedian. My name is Nathan Timmel. I live in Iowa. I am also a stand-up comedian. And, uh, yeah, we're the idiots. Um, Jake, how you doing? Uh, got anything exciting to uh, talk about before we jump into this week's news, as we tend to do? Doing good, man. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll plug a gig I'm doing uh, Monday if anybody's in the uh, in, in the New York area. Uh, I'm, I'm doing one at New York Comedy Club. Uh, it's, it's a great show. It's being uh, it's produced by my girlfriend, who's also a comic. It's it's for a uh, a charity called Create. They they buy, purchase, build schools in Uganda, and it's got a great lineup, man. Uh, John Fugelsang's going to be on. Uh, Nico White, nice. Harrison Stanton. It's, it's going to be a great show. Yeah, that's a that's a big one with John right off the bat. Um, yeah. That sounds good. All right, well, this podcast will uh, post on Monday, on New Podcast Monday. So if you listen to this Monday morning and are in the New York area, check out the New York Comedy Club and their charity show that night. Um, Jake, remember last week, uh, I think it was last week, we talked about the fact I did an after-prom gig? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was fun, and I enjoyed that. I've got another one coming up tonight. I, I leave at about 11 p.m. for the gig. Um, I got too you, drunk after the show, though. Got inappropriate. Now he's not allowed 200 feet from any school, <laughs> especially the one he did that prom thing at. Yeah, I would rather do 500, because uh, I know that I've told comics that I've done this after prom show, and so we're like, oh, geez, talking to kids, that's weird. It is kind of weird, um, but it's also challenging, which makes it fun. Um I would rather do a thousand after proms being stared at by parents that at least hired me and said, yeah, we want a comedian, than what I did on Wednesday. I did a corporate luncheon gig for a chamber of commerce where one person decided we should have a comedian, and then no one else really knew I was going to be there, I don't oh, think. Oh, yeah. And it was not fun. Like, the, the person that hired me was all excited. We were going to get a magician or a comedian or a musician, and we went with comedian, and we got you. And so it was a buffet-style lunch, and it's their lunch break. So they, they have, like, a limited time, which means, of course, after everybody went through the line, she said, all right, you're up. Hey, we got a comedian, everyone. Here's Nathan. And everybody was eating. So That's my rough, man. It's it it was not fun. Like you know how you you, you tailor your set that you're going to open strong. Okay, here's here's my opening joke. It it gets their attention. It gets a big laugh every time. People love it. I got indifference and one guy that was it, I I I'm pretty sure it was sarcastic. Maybe he was being kind, but one guy just sort of went to, "Hey, good one." You know, I'm like, "That doesn't sound positive." Usually usually if you like a joke, you laugh, but Everybody was eating for at least the first 10 minutes of my set, and then they just were sort of staring at me like, wait, why is this guy talking at us? It, it was, I would much rather talk to kids that hired me where I have to dance on eggshells than people that really didn't give a fuck about comedy. Sure. Yeah. Any, uh, yeah, a any show where they're not expecting comedy whatsoever. I, I went similar to that. Um Kind of, it was kind of close to the uh, the after prom thing. I I did one called before bar mitzvah, and Jesus Christ, these twelve year olds got none of my shit, and and they also <laughs> did not expect did not expect the comic. There you go. All right, let's jump into the news then. Uh, for, I don't really have much to say about this news story, um, but I just thought I'd bring it up. Uh, we have our friend uh, uh, Jack, who is a member of the Satanic Temple. 
Uh, the IRS has officially recognized the Satanic Temple as a church, and they got tax-free, ex- uh, tax-exempt ex- status. I hope they they acknowledge the Satanic Temple as as a an actual church, but but not the Church of Satan. I, I hope it like sows <laughs> discord within the Satanic community, and 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 it really takes their their rivalry to the next level. I mean, I hate to say this, but it's true. After they granted tax exempt status to Scientology, I mean, they, there's no way they can turn anything down because Scientology is such a bullshit religion. Not that any religion is real, but Scientology is so new that it was obviously invented. I mean, you can trace the charlatan to his origins. When when the founder of the religion says, "Hey, you want to know how you make money? Start a religion." It's you. You can't really there. Anybody that follows it, I I don't understand how. I mean, they, you, they should be buying land in Florida. You know, I've got this great property. It's it's insane. So so good for the Satanic Temple. Is, yeah, is my if point. L. Ron Hubbard and Tom Cruise don't have to pay taxes, then neither should Satan. You know, <laughs> that's a good point. All right, let let's get into uh, real news then, or other things. Um, I want to open with this one because it's close to uh, your heart, Jake. Because uh, I said Jake is a New York comedian. You're from Iowa. This is this is where you uh, came from, Jake. One of Iowa's own is being persecuted, and he's not happy about it, but it's teaching him life lessons. Is it Ashton Kutcher? They finally punked him, didn't they? They all ganged (laughs) up on him after years. I knew this would happen. They said uh, it was Mila that punked him. They said, we've hired her to be your wife, and and she left and said, you don't deserve someone as hot as Mila. Oh, she's beautiful. Anyway. Nice. Um... No, it's Steve King. Steve saying Steve King says he can relate to Jesus Christ's suffering after the black backlash he received over his white supremacy quote. He he feels put upon. He knows what uh, the persecution Jesus Christ went through because he is being persecuted for his racist tweets. He knows now that that uh, Jesus bore the cross and he is bearing the same cross. It's for different reasons. Jesus was trying to save mankind yes. and, and give everybody access to God, and Steve King just wanted to you know be racist. But this, the outcome is the same. The persecution at <laughs> <laughs> Steve King, is, dude, we're from Iowa. Steve King is our Jesus, man. He's our <laughs> he's our, our 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 Messiah, our Lord and Savior. I mean, the sad thing about what we're joking about is the fuckholes that follow uh, and vote for Steve King. They're going to agree with him. They they they're the people that have had no problem with any of the shit he's said or done for years. So it's it's to me, I can't wrap my head around it. It's it's when you get these people who say they believe in God and are members of the church and follow Jesus, and yet everything they do or actually believe goes against anything Jesus, you know, said or would want you to believe. It's, it's I, I make fun of it a lot, but I really have problems wrapping my head around it. Dude, I, I hope he keeps getting biblical with his quotes. I hope he keeps, I hope he starts tying them to his other quotes. Like, let he who has not defended white supremacy, supremacy directly by name to a reporter from the New York Times cast the first stone. You know? I, I hope he starts throwing them, just, just tying them all, all together. Just qu- quote all the characters wrong and make it about <laughs> building walls. Well, I'm sure there are walls somewhere in there. I'm not sure. Call uh, Eva Libtard for biting that apple. <laughs> but 
seriously, can you help me at all here? How how you you work uh, the the Christian radio channels? Do they talk at all about how? How they can you glean any information, even if they don't talk? No, about not really, it. dude. I only, I only, uh, I filled in on like Joe Olstein a, a couple times, but I've, as far as the Christian, it's like it's the Catholic Channel, and there, when it comes to stuff that's not family and sex and and that kind of thing, like an abortion, like if it's if it's not in that realm, they're they're a pretty left leaning church. As okay. far as it goes. But, okay, so then even without uh, that experience at the channel, how do you or can you wrap your head around? I, I, I don't understand the hypocrisy of these people. They, 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 they full-on say, I believe in Jesus. And I, I add the accent because that's just what you do. Um, they say they believe in Jesus, yet they will feel sympathy. They won't be outraged by Steve King saying this, if Obama had some said something like this, if Obama had said, wow, uh, all the racism I'm going through as president, I understand how Jesus felt, they would have lost their fucking shit. I, 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 I just can't wrap my head around the, the hypocrisy and the blatant stupidity of it all. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty wild, man. Uh, I, how many times has Steve King been reelected? Because I know he's been reelected since he's been saying stupid shit. I mean, I feel like every six months or so he just says something that it's just a national news story, um, and it's it's not even like he's he's being grilled on the on the the Congress floor, and 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 this is what he you know he's not he's not being called to testify or anything. It's just it's just him talking to reporters. Just, just going off the cuff and just spouting out something insane. Well, yeah, and I'm, I'm as you asked that, I was uh, googling in the background. I'm clicking on it. Um, he served in the Iowa State Senate for six years, and then was elected in Congress to Congress in 2002. So he has been representing uh, Iowa's fifth congressional district since 2002. And you're right; it's been. At a minimum, since 2008, since Obama has been in was in office, that's when I first started hearing about him because he was he would. All, so the people that vote for him have no problem with what he says, and that's where I that's where I don't understand the disconnect. How you can say I'm a good church going person and I'm okay with white nationalism, uh, comparing yourself to Jesus, and on and on and on. I mean, all the shit he does. Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty wild, man. I I don't know if maybe maybe just the news they're following doesn't cover it. That I mean, I'm, I'm sure, of course it doesn't cover it as much as left leaning news. But I'm, I'm like, some of that's got to sink in a little bit. It's got to it's got to leak in a little, right? I mean, this is sort of sort of it's it's nutty shit. Like it's it's outside the realm of your your standard right wing politician. I don't care how far right. This guy just, he, he does his own thing, man. He just fucking says anything. It's fucking nuts. I think you're right, and I think I forgot that, because that's one of the biggest, um, that's been talked about for quite a while, that if all you watch is a diet of Fox News, you're not going to going to get uh, certain perspectives. And it's the same with MSNBC or CNN. With CNN and MSNBC, you're probably getting a broader perspective of the news, 
it will be uh, slanted to a certain viewpoint. Absolutely, man. Especially if we're talking MSNBC. Like, how much coverage do you think Iham Omar referring to 9-11 as some people doing something got on MSNBC? Like, they probably breezed over it at best. Well, you know what I'm saying? I would guess what they did is they, they put it in the proper context. They probably showed the paragraph and not just that line right there. Whereas Fox well, right. News the is just going to focus on... She was talking on- about discrimination against Muslims after 9-11... But it's like you, you still shouldn't. It, it was a dumb thing to say. Oh, it was absolutely stupid. It it just was. Yeah, she 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 has not guarded her uh, output very well at no. all. No, she kind of she sort of like Trump in that she kind of goes off script and says things that most of the stuff they get on her. Uh, about in terms of anti-Semitism. I, I don't even think it's that anti-Semitic. I, I think it's just she's criticizing Israel and people like to just tie that to anti-Semitic. Like, well, I mean, if you right, know, for right. obvious reasons, it's the only officially Jewish country. So, like, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to tie that a little closer to anti-Semitism than they would, like, let's say, criticizing Saudi Arabia. Because even though even though that's where Mecca is, even though it's an Islamic country, well, it's one of many Islamic countries where it's like this is the only one. So I I get why people really do, but you have to be able to criticize a country without oh you hate Jewish people. You know what I mean? I I I can I criticize the leader of this country <laughs> as do you, as do many people. That doesn't mean I hate. America and I hate people that live in America. You know, um, she has some in the past where it's like, yeah, okay, that's 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 kind of fucked up. But I, I I do think people blow her stuff out of proportions. That being said, the way she phrases her, her criticisms of Israel, it's like, yeah, dude, you're you're a congresswoman. People are gonna fucking take that out of context. It's it's not gonna look good. It's just like when. When Trump said, oh, there was there was some good people on both sides in Charlottesville, like, yeah, it was a very stupid thing to say, but it's not him saying, oh, I I agree with Nazis, <laughs> you know what I mean? Whereas, like, the right is rapping this um, Ihan Omar 9-11 thing is, is saying, at least people on the far right are saying, oh, look at this, she agrees with Al-Qaeda and, and all, this, all this craziness, you know what I mean? Where it's like, no, it's just like, just like Trump saying that shit about Charlottesville, it's like, no, this is a... It's kind of a dumb person that fucked up and said something dumb. It's not them agreeing with, you know, people that ran the planes into the buildings or, you know, fucking march around with swastikas and shit. Yeah, I agree. Um, the going back to uh, how the, where the start where you started speaking, where I left off. Um, yeah, I, I agree that MSNBC they will they have they have a slant, but. I'm not going to defend MSNBC. I'm not going to defend it. But when it comes to Fox, I think they've done they've done actual surveys and studies where they point out that viewers of Fox are generally the less the generally the least informed viewers out there because they get instead of fatty diet of wrong or misinformation and then they believe it as truth. Whereas MSNBC, at least the people that watch it. They get somewhat informed, and then it's with a slant. Whereas Fox, it's pretty much propaganda most often. Well, I will say at least with the other ones, they tend to do a broader field of topics. Whereas that just, sounds about just right. from that what I've noticed sense. at work, it'll be like just the topic of the week and more updates on the topic of the week, and you know people's commentary on the topic of the week. 
Whereas they're not really going into anything that's going on anywhere else. That that kind of thing. Yeah, and um, going to one other thing you said about uh, uh, taking one thing and pushing it to an extreme. I agree. You should be able to cr- criticize the government of Israel and not have it suddenly be about uh, the Israeli people and or being anti-Semitism. Just as uh, we, we, I told you this in private a while ago. Uh, I'll just say it publicly now. We, we, I got a message. We lost a listener who felt that we bashed Trump a little too much, and it's like. All right, fair enough criticism. Um, I don't know that that's all we do, but you you could say, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I'm going to compare it to my comedy instead. Um, where I, in, in my head, I know what I want to say, and I know I'm stumbling here, so forgive me. Um, I have had people come up to me after a show and say, hey, I really liked you. I didn't like that one joke, but I really liked you. I, I liked your set, didn't really like that joke, because I made fun of something that may have been politically insensitive. And I like that. I get that. And I and I love that they forgive me, that they go, okay, I didn't like that joke, but I continued to watch the show. What pisses me off about certain segments of society, and they're on the left and the right, is when you do the one thing that they don't like, they just that's where they stop. They don't continue any further. They just put you in a, a box, which is, I don't like this. I'm not going to listen to it. I'm not going to agree with it. And that's the problem with any leaning news that leans any which way. And that's the problem with Omar is when she says something, they immediately throw her into the box. They don't listen to the context or they don't right. reduce it to, all right, well, she's she kind. I get what she was trying to say. She didn't say it clearly. Let's see if she's going to explain herself or let's see if she's going to double down and then you can dismiss her then, or you can, or you can argue with her and say, "I agree with you on on uh, taxes here. I disagree with you on your Israeli statement." In Congress, in the government, you have to do the latter. What you're supposed to do is disagree on certain areas and agree on certain areas. And we're at this point where, if you disagree on one thing or if you don't like on one thing, then the entire conversation is out the window. As it's the because I've also so I said I have people that come up to me and say, "I didn't like that, but I liked your act." versus people where I've had them say, you sucked. Why? Oh, because you made fun of this. Okay, that was one minute of my 60-minute set. Well, that's what I heard. And it's like, all right, well, I don't like the fact that you're a human being because you have say over my career and you're fucking stupid. Uh, Yeah, I feel like we don't really bash Trump that much on this show, man. I mean, you know, we... We do because we don't like him. <laughs> yeah, we make fun of him, but it's not like it's a thirty-minute yeah, podcast every week of yeah, fuck it's not Trump. Like it's all we talk about. Well, I'll shit on the left sometimes too, man. It's I, I don't, I, I think we're a little more down the center than most shit, especially nowadays. I would agree with that. That's why I thought the message is interesting, and I just sort of shot back uh, at the guy. I said, "All right, well, you got you like what you like," and because I, I didn't want to piss him off, I wasn't going to say "fuck you." We don't, but I just said, "All right, well, if that's your take, that's your take." Maybe he listened to one episode where we did bash him a bunch, but man, what are you gonna do? You know, yeah, I yeah. I mean, there's certain episodes, you know what I mean. But there's there ep- there's other episodes. I think he's great. You know, <laughs> he I fucking making... like when he had that toilet paper stuck to his foot. You know, that, yeah, that was a good that moment for America. All right, moving on. Um, and then I'll say, dude, he'll say funny shit, dude. He's kind of funny when he riffs sometimes. That that when he was when he was trashing Joe Biden for being old, when he was talking about, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, he's the youngest, most vibrant candidate out there. Like he's he's kind of a funny guy. He's you yeah. know, that's why they can't they can't out roast battle the man. They can't they can't do it. None of them can do it. That's why South Park said we're not going to do any Trump material. He said South Park 
issued a statement saying we're going to lay off because we can't out outrageous what he already does. Reality is too absurd. We're just going to focus on other things. Yeah, but then they did do they they went back on it and they did do Trump stuff, which I'm glad because their Trump stuff was great, man. All all the South Park's current event stuff is amazing. Their their topical stuff is is great. I love that show. Yeah, it is. I I watched the. I watch it on Hulu now because I don't have Comedy Central. So when it gets onto Hulu, I watch it there. And Jesus, good God, they're they're politically the the PC principle and the the kids he had with the oh, teacher. Oh, they're great. Oh, that was just phenomenal. And I love I love that they they'll go completely three sixty with a, a, an issue and kind of show all sides. They'll shit on the right. They'll shit on the left. Yeah, the, the PC principal and, the, and the, the PC babies. Did you see the last season with, with the PC babies? Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Oh, it made me great. laugh. Oh, my God. I love Sometimes PC babies don't know why they're crying. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I love it. I, I love when they go after the left just as much as when they, when they go after the right. Well, and what you said about them shitting on everybody and the taking it a complete 180, um, look at what they did with the, the episode All About Mormons, where the entire episode was making fun of Mormonism, making fun and exposing it as bullshit, and then the very last se- the very last moment is the Mormon kid saying, yeah, you know what, maybe it's kind of silly, but it, we use it, it keeps us happy, I have a good life, I love my family, fuck you, Stan. I mean, it's like right, yeah. in that one moment, they they just said, it's not so bad to be Mormon. It's fine. Sure, we exposed it as silly, but you know what? If, if it makes people happy and they're not hurting anyone, more power to them. Right, exactly. All right, speaking of hurting people and, and more power, and less power to him, not more power to him. Uh, I read part of the headline. That's why I fucked up. Um, th- this this headline, this was probably the least surprising thing I had ever read. I am actually more surprised it didn't come out sooner than it did. But more than 12,000 Boy Scout members were victims of sexual abuse. I mean, it's just like the Catholic Church all over again. You get a bunch of uh, boys, you put them in a place, and... And someone's going to take advantage of that. Someone's going to go, ooh. And of course, it's an organization that said, no gays. Can't have gays here. Gays are bad. No gay scoutmasters because gay scout. And of it's like we said, any position of power, it's going to happen. And yeah, I, I feel bad for the kids. I, I feel horrible for the kids. I also say it's the least surprising thing I've ever read. Yeah, everybody always talks about how we need body cams on cops. I think it's a good idea. I think it'd be even a better idea to put body cams on those stupid red handkerchiefs those guys are wearing in the woods alone with kids, man. That's that's I think that's who gets the first body cams in my book. Well, isn't it? Did we talk about this? I can't remember. The last time there was a story, something like this, only just not Boy Scouts. Maybe it was a different—it was probably one of the church uh, scandals that hit. I mean, didn't we talk about this where—, where um, Anybody that really volunteers is really eager to hang out with a bunch of teenage boys. You probably don't want that guy hanging out with the teenage boys. You know, like if it comes to my kids and their after school activities, like, hey, who wants to do this with all the kids? I'm like, ah, not really. I, I've, I've got shit to do. I don't want to hang out with a bunch of kids. Then they should force me to do it. You should find. Yeah, everybody I think that, that uh, I, I think that. A Cub Scout leader should be reserved as punishment for nonviolent crimes like tax <laughs> evasion. You know that. 
I think it should be it. You know, just straight dudes who didn't want to pay their taxes or something. Now they got to go hang out with boys. And they're like, no, I don't want to do this. And it's like, yeah, but I mean, all, all you're going to do is ruin taxes, their tax returns that they're not, you know, filling out anyway because they're boys and you're not going to fuck them. So uh, just go there. Uh, you won't. You know, you won't have to go to prison for not paying taxes as long as you keep your dick out of, you know, the, the, the kids or their, you know, WD-40s. Did I say WD-40s? I meant W-2s. Yeah, same thing. One's one's a lubricant. Uh, the other, we know where your mind was going with that. Um, yep, yep. But no, that's perfect. I mean, it it because it is a. It doesn't have to be Boy Scouts. It could be anything. Like, uh, all right, you're now in charge of the uh, after school uh, chess club or math club or or theater program. Anything that involves an organization of kids, it should be seen and done it should be seen as a punishment and it should be if you raise your hand if you're like ooh ooh i want to hang out with them okay you were going to look at your computer's browser history there is something wrong with you yeah whereas you know the guy that you just said the guy that has too many speeding tickets the guy that has too many parking tickets the guy that didn't pay his taxes you get one year in the community theater program for at risk kids or the basketball whatever it is you know, the Boy Scouts, you have to take them camping because the chances you want to diddle one of them are so very rare. However, yeah, or, the guy that raises like his jury hand, duty, you know, what's that? Make it like jury duty. You know, they call people up at random <laughs> and then they sit there and, and they, you know, they swear on a Bible or a copy of Dianetics or, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever the hell you want. And then, you know, you just ask him questions like, um, uh, Macaulay Culkin, what do you think about his earlier work now that you're an adult? You know, you know what I mean? Like, and, and you just sort of ask little questions. Um, do you, do you like watching music videos of the Jonas Brothers? You know, just things like that. And you, you, you kind of see the reaction. And, have you um, seen Home Alone more than three times? Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you ever gone to Chuck E. Cheese alone, like, without any kids with you, you know? <laughs> or you, you, have you ever gotten the table for one at Chuck E. Cheese in the corner where you get a nice view of the, where you get a nice view of the field? <laughs> have you ever walked into Chuck E. Cheese and they said, uh, which party are we with? And you've said, no, no, just browsing. Right, right. <laughs> got, a, got a pocket full of tickets, that kind of thing. Uh, it's sad, but I, I get it. Goes, I, I relate this in a weird way to the uh, what I said about Steve King and the, the religious hypocrisy of these people that say they follow Jesus, but they let Steve King get away with all this bullshit because they think he believes what they believe or they all believe. It's the same thing here with where I say for years it was the scouts said, no gays, gays is bad. And just like the priests, of course you got guys that get in positions of power because, and again, it's not all, but again, 12,000 is a big goddamn number. And, and it's just, it's, it's sad and it's wrong and not surprising. And what are you going to do? What yeah, are you yeah. Do? It's, I, I mean, I don't know. Is that even really a thing as much, Boy Scouts? Is that even, is that even still going on? Kind of. They started accepting girls a couple of years ago. I know that. And people say it's just the scouts now because it's not the Boy Scouts, which is weird. Like, I, 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 I'm I, not for... Yeah, if only the, there was some, uh, you know, feminine equivalent to Boy Scouts. We could call it... Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, man, what's a good name for that? What's a good name for, like, like Boy Scouts, but that are, like, girls? You, okay, you, I'm you know just spitballing here. I'm just spitballing. 
the young women scouts? No. Yeah, the young little, women scouts. Little they should too make... long. Too, little too long. Can you can you hit me back with something shorter? Yeah, they could. They could, sh- and and we could have them sell oh, little little kind of like kind of like cakes, but treats, smaller treats dry- to raise money. Yeah, sugary, like treats, bakery, like little, little bakery items. Some. Yeah, what, you know, like crackers, but sweet crackers. We could right, have maybe some chocolate on them, maybe some nougat uh, sprinkles. Yeah. We need to let's start this. It'll be the Young Women Scouts of America, and we'll have them sell sweet crackers. I think I think there's I think there's something to this. And here's the deal: I if if the Boy Scouts were set up to be just exclusionary, then maybe it's wrong. If it's like okay, it's only boys, and they can only be white, and they can only be Protestants. They, but if you have a Girl Scout and a Boy Scouts, and and they are set up to teach boys and girls different life skills or allow each because i know that if 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 a boy sued to get into the girl scouts that would be seen as wrong and and sexist or i don't even know what they would label it i get the idea of parity and equality and i i the idea that a girl could sue to get into the boy scouts it's weird how i hear that and i go oh okay yeah i guess maybe there shouldn't be an exclusionary club except there is a place I think there can be divisions like that, where if you have a girls' club and a boys' club, where it's just okay to ask certain questions like, hey, uh, I woke up with a boner, what do I do? All right, your body's going to go through some changes, blah, blah, blah. You just, a place for each gender to grow and learn about themselves so that they can interact with the other gender better, you know? Right, yeah. I I just, I get, I get the, I I get the ideology behind it, but I'm just sitting here thinking, hey, hey, good job, woke parents. Uh, go send your 12-year-old daughter off in the woods alone with a bunch of 12-year-old boys. <laughs> what the fuck are you thinking? Yeah. Are you out of your crazy little Birkenstock-wearing mind? What, why would you want that? Especially when there is a place designed to help her blossom into a young woman and they're uh, out of their fucking minds i hope i hope these douchebags and and i consider myself a pretty left-leaning guy hence the reason uh people are not listening to our podcast because we said mean things about captain cheeto dust you know what i'm saying like (laughs) i but you know i fucking hope that this because you you know you know her parents are these like ultra progressive hipster type people and i hope that she grows up to be like a bleach blonde with like a fake texas accent even though she grew up on the northeast coast like george bush or something and i hope that she's taking pictures of herself and putting them on instagram next to like dead uh, giraffes that she killed with her bare hands you know what i hope she turns out to be one of them Grows up to be the next Megan Kelly. She grows yeah. up to become a newscaster or the Tammy Lauren. I can't. Is she even a thing anymore? That Tommy Lauren, Tammy. I can't even remember her name. Was that? Oh, I can't either. No, I, no. I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I, I hope that like, and, and I hope I hope she writes. Yes, I hope she becomes like a conservative, uh, you know, author and and pundit and she's talking about like yeah i well i had these fucking hippie parents that i grew up with in berkeley and then they uh you know they they convinced me to be woke and join the boast boy scouts and i went to the woods that's where i got into hunting and uh now now i want a big game safari and i shot a, r- a rhino one of the last seven last week it's heads on my wall <laughs> that would be karmic retribution all right, this is a sort of segue from the Boy Scouts. Um, talk about sex crimes. Roman Polanski, lawsuit. Uh, he files a lawsuit to rejoin the Academy because uh, the uh, the Oscar Academy kicked Roman Polanski out 
without uh, what he called fair cause. And this one, I'm not even really sure where to begin. It This, to me, is hypocrisy on the biggest level. I mean, Roman Polanski fled America, I don't know when, late 70s, early 80s at best. He, he, he butt-raped a 13-year-old girl, horrible, horrible crime, pedophile and rapist. I mean, you got two right there. He he drugged and raped a 13-year-old. Did this guy learn nothing from Julian Assange? Keep a low profile, dude. What the fuck are you doing? He doesn't need to keep a low profile, though. He fled to Europe. I don't know. Living in France, I think, because they won't... Ex- and he has been making movies, and, and forever Hollywood defended him. I never understood it. I I didn't understood it when I didn't understand when Harrison Ford and I was just a kid. Harrison Ford went and made frantic with him. Uh, he made the oh, wow. Oscar winning The Piano in the oh, in the, the aughts in the two thousands or even later. And and everybody knew he was a rapist, but everybody forgave it. Said, "Oh, that yeah. was the seventies, or oh, he paid his." The prosecutor lied to him. It's like. It doesn't matter if the prosecutor lied and said, uh, hey, you'll only get a week in jail, but he was really going to go for a year or 10 years. It, you, you, he's guilty of the crime. He is guilty. He is a pedophile rapist. And, the, and so the Oscar Academy just kicked him out in 2019, and, he, and he's suing to get back in. Like, dude, you got away with pedophile, pedophilia and rape for let's say it happened in 70 78 is when he fled so it happened earlier but 78 88 98 2008 40 years for 40 years you got away with being a pedophile rapist maybe you know sit back and go yeah you know what uh, I, I i got away for 40 years i don't think i need to sue i, I got my oscars i don't i don't need to vote on uh, films and be a, a member of the academy i'm, I'm doing yeah, good and, i'm I still mean, how, how in your mind do you think that hollywood is gonna is gonna rule in your favor like after after the me too stuff you know what i mean because i get that especially especially in entertainment totally different world before that movement you know and the further back you go the the more it, it was but now it's 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 changed that kind of thing like they are it's not even about for these people like in hollywood for the most part like like the the big like establishment type people you know what i mean like the big producers the 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 big directors i don't even think it's so much about doing the right thing in terms of like oh i i want to i want to do this because i i want to be I want. I want to make a better world, a better industry for women, right? Like I, I don't think. I don't think it's so much about that. I think it's. It's. It, I think part of it. They feel that way, but what it is for most of them, they're fucking terrified. You know what I mean? Like they are. Well, because terrified. they've been doing shit like that and haven't gotten caught yet. Well, the ones who have skeletons well, in their closet, I mean, a, absolutely. A bunch of- I'm sure I have just done like uh, blow me and I'll give you a part, you know. Like I'm sure there's so much of it. Out I'm there. sure there's a ton of that, but I think I think they're they're also like those guys, obviously terrified, you know. But I think anybody is is terrified of just like I I don't want to be seen saying the wrong thing or having the wrong opinion publicly. Oh, right. And I yes, and yes, I don't yes. want to be on the wrong side because I don't think that most men in Hollywood are guilty of like sexual assault and shit. You know what I mean? But and so I, I don't think that they're scared of that. I think what most of them are afraid of is is I, I don't want to get called out for being on the wrong side of something. And so um you know for them to be like, oh yeah, I you know 
This Roman Polanski fellow, he sued, and he's got a great point. The Pianist was a good movie. You know, like they don't want to be seen doing that at all. So I, I, th- like, there's, there's no fucking way, man. There's, well, there's no way it's going to work out for him. It's, uh, it's, it's funny. Uh, not funny. It's just the phrase you use. Uh, as, as you're saying that, I, I pulled it up. I, I was fucking dead on correct about several goddamn things. Uh, I said 40 years ago. It was 41. I said, say it was 78. I think it happened earlier. It was 1978. So, yeah, he he, he raped a 13-year-old girl in 1978. Doesn't say when he fled the country, but the first uh, line in the story, I'm trying to see if it has when he fled uh, the country. I don't know. Maybe it was in 78. Jesus, uh, the alleged rape of a 10-year-old girl in 1975. The fuck. Um, so anyway, the first the first line of the story is what you said. Uh, if Roman Polanski and his legal representatives thought the Academy of Motion Pictures Arts and Scientists was going to hand back his membership quickly after he took the Oscar organization to court today, they were incorrect. Yeah, what what did he think that he was just going to say? I'm going to sue because it's their club. I think they can kick out whoever the fuck they want. I I don't know that there are a series of bylaws that say once you're in the club, you're in forever. Any club, any organization has the right to kick whoever the fuck they want out, as far as I know. Matter of fact, I, I'm I'm also going to say there's very few clubs that won't kick you out for fucking a 13-year-old, man. Uh, <laughs> very few. I don't care uh, what it is. The two I can think of that won't are the Catholic Church and the Boy Scouts. And Nambla. That's, it's, it's about and the Nambla. only three. Well, that, those are good, so maybe what we sh- uh, Roman Polanski should ju- start... Uh, making movies for the Vatican. It's true. Yeah. That, uh, it might work, you know. He's got he's to get his own boat, be a Scientologist. Well, speaking of kicking people out, this can be the last news story we do. Oh, Jake. Jake, Jake, Jake. Uh, we got to have some sympathy here. We're, we're, I'm reading, I'm going to read you a, a sad story about a poor, a poor man who's just trying to find love. We're, Jake, we're all looking for love. We, I'm happy I met my wife. You're happy what your girl, you met your girlfriend. We found love. Is there it people, Steve King again? No. Is this another one about him? <laughs> but there are people out there who aren't as lucky as us. People who haven't found love, who are searching for it. And Tinder kicked George Zimmerman off their app. George Zimmerman, murderer of, uh, of uh, Trayvon... Is that what is uh, Trayvon, Trayvon Martin? Martin. Yeah. I almost said Williams. I feel bad. Uh, Trayvon Martin, George Zimmerman, murderer of Trayvon Martin, cannot use Tinder to to find a hookup. This poor, poor murderer. Oh, Jake, do you feel sympathy for him? Sir, he got kicked off two dating sites. I think it said uh, he got. I'm sorry, he got. He got kicked off. It's at least the third time for Zimmerman, who has been kicked off Tinder for three times. He's been kicked off Tinder three times. He keeps signing up under different names, just looking for looking for love. Looking looking to get You know who stuff. Tinder didn't kick off, curiously enough? Roman Polanski. They still allow him. How's this guy keep getting passes? This is ridiculous. Well, uh, Zimmerman's profile said he's looking for carefree fun. I love the outdoors, fishing, camping, and hiking. I love adventure. Not into her. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm adding commas. I will read it as he wrote it. I love the outdoors, fishing, camping, and hiking. I love adventure. Not into huge crowds. I'm also down for a quiet night with Longhorn takeout. 
So See, some of those should have but it's like it's such a boring a, profile for such dude, he should he should just own it at that point and just just find his Sarah Palin and just own it right on there. I'm <laughs> looking for the polar opposite of black people meet. You know? <laughs> That's just he needs to like you're not you, dude, you're not gonna get a normal woman anymore. Okay, like that's out. You you need to get you. You remember you remember the lady uh, in American History X that had half of her head shaved and had a bunch of crazy prison tattoos. That, yes. that's that's your that's who you're looking for. You need to find your uh, crazy lady from American History X. That's that's your your Ava Braun. Hitler yeah. had a girlfriend. You can find a girlfriend. Yeah. He needs. He needs to go to. Um, uh, I, I. I. don't know. Uh, murderers mingle. You know something like that. He needs to. He, <laughs> we, he's he, a, a Casey Anthony. He needs to get. Oh. He needs to get one of those. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> Good. Good Create that pull. like Bonnie and Clyde. You just you just travel around the, the country, driving around, standing your ground together. See, oh, and, the, and that's that'll be your thing. You're not going to find that on Tinder. The Casey Anthony took me by surprise. That one was good. That one was really fucking good. Oh my god. Ah, <laughs> oh, George Zimmerman, you fucking murderous piece of shit, you racist asshole. Although, dude, you, I will say, I uh, speaking of Bonnie and Clyde, though, I just watched the the movie The Highwaymen on Netflix. My wife watched it the other week. I still need to watch it. It's fucking great. Fucking I've, great. And I I really like that it didn't it 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 didn't take like a pro Bonnie and Clyde angle. And 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 it also showed the public craze for these people. I I didn't realize just how much the public loved these people while they were alive. Because I mean, I know if you add enough time to most things, people can kind of like, um, you know, uh, separate the horror from it. Once all the victims and all the victims' grandchildren are dead, shit can kind of change, right? Like. Um, the Vikings, you know what I mean? They were murdering rapists who used to just pillage entire countries, but now it's and like, we've oh, named we got a football, football team, team after them. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, pirates! Yay! It's a fun little kids pirate cove. Have your birthday here. We used to rape and murder people on the high seas and throw their dead, mutilated bodies off the side and steal everything they owned. Happy, happy birthday! Like you, you add enough time. And that's what it is. But these people were like on the run and going around shooting people. Just just shooting. They'd shoot clerks at gas stations and banks and cops and stuff. And I, I mean, like while they're out doing that currently, they just had this crazy huge fan club. And like um, over 10,000 people went to each of their funerals after they died. Wow. It, I mean, it was crazy. Well, so the Highwaymen on Netflix. Uh, Jake gives it a thumbs up. My wife gave it a thumbs up, and I need Fucking to watch it. it. Um, I guess one final thing: when you said uh, um, Casey Anthony, that reminded me of something. Is this doesn't happen to me often anymore? But uh, I, you know, when you think of the perfect what I should have said hours after the fact. Oh yeah. So that happened to me last week. Uh, it was after we podcasted. And I don't know what the fuck. I think I was just driving in my car, 
And out of the blue, it hit me. At one point, I was uh, saying, we were, we were talking about the police officer that had molested his, and I wasn't going to talk about this because I'd already forgotten, but then when you said Casey Anthony, it reminded me. I was, we were talking about the, the police officer that molested his German Shepherd. Sure. And we were kind of arguing that uh, German Shepherd kind of gives consent because it's a German Shepherd, and you know if it wanted to, it could bite your dick off and so on and so forth. Yeah. What I should have said is, Jake, you know what I'm talking about. You own a Chihuahua. Chihuahuas cannot give consent. If there's a Chihuahua that's a victim of sexual abuse, you know that Chihuahua is a victim of sexual abuse. I wish I had said that. I remember just thinking it. It was that Casey Anthony brought yeah, it all that, back. No, you're right. That would have been great in the moment, but since it's a yeah. week later, it totally wasn't that funny. It, uh, it's just, no, it's not funny at all. He's, a week he's later, hilarious I'm about an hour after every podcast, people. <laughs> yes. I want I, you all to know that. <laughs> no, I just it, I, I was so pissed that I hadn't said that in the moment because Casey yeah. Anthony was so perfect, and it just it brought it all back. Where I went, oh, I remember thinking that it would have been perfect in the moment. So, all right, no, Chihuahuas uh, can give consent. They'll they'll give consent to get treats and stuff. You know what I mean? I I, I just. Not that I know from personal experience. No, I'm just saying that if you heard a, a chihuahua, yeah, who cares? We're be, be late, uh, beating the beating a dead horse. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Or uh, a broken German shepherd. <laughs> JakeVevra.com, NathanTimmel.com. Uh, tune in. Tell your friends to listen. Tell them that we bash Trump sometimes, but not really. It's not the focus of our podcast, and that the only people that uh, tune out after hearing us bash Trump are probably snowflakes. Um, say nice things about us. But if online. Donald Trump made his own barbecue sauce after the election, I would buy it and try it. There you go. I would, too. All right. Thanks for tuning in, kids. Thanks for saying nice things about us, and uh, tune in next week for more hilariously funny takes on the weekly news. My dog's just barking to get outside. She's not giving consent. (laughs) Bye. Later.